I wanted to play an instrument Cause musicians are so cool And I wanted to be cool But I found playing an instrument is kinda hard I tried the harmonica but I really sucked I tried the guitar but my fingers couldn't do it I was ready to give up Then I saw a little instrument in the shop It didn't cost too much so I gave it a shot Now I play all the time and my friends do too And who knew ukulele is the new black Yeah, it's the new black Everybody's playing it Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why this little instrument has become so popular. So today's chat is with Miriam Miley-Reed. Now Miriam was suggested to me by a friend. I had never met her before, but um, she was a force of nature and an absolute delight. I really enjoyed chatting to her. Um, there was actually a lot we talked about, which was a little off topic, <laughs> which I cut out. But yeah, I think you'll enjoy what's left. And one really cool thing that happened at, towards the end, we're recording at Smith's Alternative. And this is a place where, um, if you haven't been there, and those that don't live in Canberra probably haven't, they have a whole lot of instruments which people can just pick up and play while they're there. And outside there's also a piano. And just towards the end of our chat, just when Miriam's telling me how the ukulele's changed her life, Someone started to play the piano outside, and it sounds like I put backing music there. I haven't. That was just an amazing coincidence. Anyway, enjoy the show. Ukulele player. Yes. Introduce yourself. Yes. Well, my name's Miriam Marley-Reed. Hello, Meredith. It's lovely to meet you. We have been corresponding via Facebook mm. for a little while to set this up. I know. I've, I've, I feel I've, like we're best friends now. We are. It's really well, lovely. That's how ukulele works, though. Well, I think that anyone who's ukulele-minded – kind of gets along. I think we're a special special brand of quirk. <laughs> and I really feel like it's like a little family. Like once you become part of the little uke family, then you just sort of, you see each other and you just cross eyes across the room and then go, yeah, you're a family member. You're one of us. Yeah, you're one of us. One of us. One of us. $35 at JB Hi-Fi. One of us. <laughs> so, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Lovely to have you Thank here. You. It's wonderful to be here. So we're sitting here in the in Smith's Alternative. Mm. Um, we have commandeered the this space. This is a new space. It's yeah, a performance it's, space. It is a new one. Um, uh, Nigel and Beth have done wonderful things by opening this space up. It's not only as a performer, it's wonderful to have that extra space and extra um, uh, people to be able to come and space for people to be able to come and see you. But just as a as a tribute to Canberra music. I think and giving and giving creative people a space to to work. I know that like at, at twelve o'clock, twelve thirty today, oh, they've got it'll um, be ukulele chaos. Yeah, at ukulele chaos. They've got lunch lately, which I have to say is the most adorable name for a session. <laughs> lunch lately, like that just it makes my heart sing when I see something like that. <laughs> and I do sometimes come to lunch lately. Obviously not today because I'm mm. supposed to be working and I'm here. This is a very early lunch. It's what yeah. 
10, I 10 past 10 in the morning. I'm, I'm creating tardiness. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's right. No, I'm just, I'm just having, this is my lunch break. It's just two exactly. hours early. That's exactly, all. exactly. We're sorting it, it out. It does mean that I can't come to lunch here later at 12.30 because <laughs> oh. I have to work through that, but that's all right. Next week, all next good. week. Yes. Yeah. Or on the Friday. There, there is the Friday advanced one. That is very true. Which is my favorite. That is very true. I like the tricky ones. Mm, you've got all and the we, diminished chords, all the, all the diminished sevenths there. And to be honest, I tend to not play. I tend to sing a bit because it, we do a lot of jazz. Ah. And, and I love to sing the jazz. The mm. jazz is fun. Jazz is fun. I think. I think there's a you know you you. I think sometimes you get people who sit in a lot of the folk camp, um, the Amanda Palmer um, situation for ukulele players with when they sing, but definitely um, me being in a trad jazz band, um, Zacherbilks, it's it's that's sort of where where I sit. So as opposed to some people where they use ukulele as an accompanying instrument for when they're singing as a solo. Um, I use it more as an instrumental, as a rhythm for backing up, um, um, backing up the band and, and, and padding out the sound. And, and especially, um, it's very, it's very important, especially with, um, strumming style. So you get a lot, you get a lot of people who, um, who when they play, they sort of do the. That's me. Yeah. So, which is which is the sort of standard, the sort of standard um, uh, uke strum. You know, it's that sort of more folky feel. With with something like trad jazz, you need to be very conscious of wanting to replicate a banjo sound. So, when I first started with the band, I, I started with a ukulele. Um, in fact, funny story. When we first started the band a couple of years ago, um, so Zach, the leader of the band. Um, he was saying to me, I was saying to him, um, oh, look, I've got these, you know, I, I sing and, and then I'm standing there and I feel like a bit of a shag on a rock. I'm just standing there, like, looking gorgeous, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, course, if I do say so you, myself. You look gorgeous even at oh, 10 in the morning. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. This hoodie says so, definitely. Oh, totally. It, it is the latest. <laughs> um, so he, I was saying to him, oh, look, I'm a bit conscious of just standing there and not doing anything. I don't feel like I'm really inputting when I'm when the instrumental numbers are on. And he goes, well, I've got it remedied for you. And he shoved a ukulele into my hand. And he said, here you go, learn it. And I've ne- I said, I've never played a ukulele in my life. He's like, don't worry, you'll be fine. How hard can it be? How hard can it be? Two months later, there I was on stage performing with a ukulele with the band. So that was a couple of years ago. Um, since then, I've got my I've got my main Cordoba, which is my baby. Um, and I'm can... very pleased to see someone else who has a main one as a Cordoba. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah, love yeah. mine. It's oh, beautiful. It's just it's just beautiful. It's We're looking for sponsors. No, sponsors. Give us money. <laughs> um, so we, what, what is yours? Because well, you don't have it today. There is I, a story there. Too, I know. Isn't there? I know. I actually. I I know. I was running around this morning getting everything ready and. Um, and I, I may have pressed snooze once on my alarm, and um, and I, I went to look for my to my uke, and I'm like, oh, it's in the music room, it'll be fine. No, it wasn't there. Oh, it's in the front room. No, it, oh, it's in the boot of my. No, yeah, it's in my boyfriend's car. Yeah, so I I um, obviously sent him a message saying, any chance you can come out? He's a school teacher, right? Okay. Any chance you can come out? And you, the answer would be no, but you know, you may as well try it. You Throw it to the universe. Yeah, yeah. see what you get out. So I thought um, um, I may as well bring my, my secondary, 
which is my Eddie Finn, which is a, it's, it's more of a novelty um, fun one. It's not the type that you get, you're not the little $30 ones. So it's, it's you know, it costs a little wee bit more than that. But it's a, it's one of the cigar box types. And I've always wanted to have one. So you need to imagine um, for you lovely listeners out there, it says Roadhouse, Roadhouse, um, a smoke cigars. It's not a, it's not a, um, a, a authentic cigar box. Um, style, but instead of the usual ukulele or guitar shape, it's got um, a rectangle to it. It's got a beautiful tone, actually. It sounds surprisingly good, right? I yeah. know. I was I was really surprised. You when... expect it to sound like the thirty dollar Mahala, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it's got quite a lush kind of. It's got a quite a lush sound to it. Um, a very open sound, and I think it's maybe to do with the the rectangle. So after a couple of years of playing the uke, I thought to myself, do you know what? I would really like to learn the banjo. And I didn't know much about it. Like I hadn't played banjo myself. Obviously, we've had band members who have played banjo since the band since the band um, was created. I thought, do you know, I just feel, feel like you know, it's, it's time to transition, you know, going into adulthood or adolescence or some jazz like that. Um, and so I went online and had a look around and – to my absolute delight, discovered that there was such a thing as a banjolele, um, which was wonderful because it's the best of both worlds. You get a banjo sound with ukulele sounding and with ukulele fingering, and it blew my mind because it's like <laughs> I could just step right into this instrument. It's like a comfortable pair of worn secondhand pants. You can just get on in there, and then you're, you're wearing them, which <laughs> totally. it enthralled me. But with banjo, banjolele, to be honest, it's not nearly as much about sensitivity of sound because for the style of music, it's about how well are you hacking. <laughs> it's, it was never meant to be a quite it's, sensitive it's instrument. Not a, it's no. not a sensitive instrument. It's, think of it. It's like it's like your best friend who who's coming in wearing um, wearing Doc Martens and 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 some sort of spikes and just wants to throw themselves around the room and you know then it's not exactly subtle. That's no. what I'm getting at, Mary. No, 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 no. We don't want it to be. Yeah, it's it's not exactly a wallflower. This <laughs> instrument, you know. No, um, no. It says I'm here. Look at me. Look yeah, at me. yeah. Or listen to me. I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't really give you an option. Yeah, no. it does. <laughs> um, so as I was saying before, the um, the strumming pattern, so I'm holding the banjolele at the moment. Um, the, the strumming pattern for ukes you'll find is usually that softer folk style. For a, for a banjo, for the trad jazz style, it's a bit more of a, um, a hack, so it's more emphasis on the second beat. So it's as opposed to... So this is the banjolele I'm playing at the moment. That's more of that folk sound. For trad jazz, it's more of a... So it's more of that it's a bit more aggressive, mm. a bit more of a hack. But the thing is, realistically, with a with that banjolele uh, banjo, you need to be able to carry it across the instrumentation of the rest of the band. So in that, you will have like in our band, we've got it's an eight piece, so it's a big. A yeah, big, yeah, that's 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 a lot. Yeah, big piece, big big, big sound. So um, the banjo and the banjolele need to be able to cut across. Um, you know, three, a clarinet, trombone, trumpet, drums, piano, um, double bass, and or sousa. Yep. Um, sousaphone. Um, and so it really needs to be able to, to cut. So that's where that aggression, that aggressive sound, that cut 
comes through, which is great because that's what you need. And you, as I said, you can't be a shrinking violet when no, or you may as well not be there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've I've definitely um, invested in a banjo myself because I feel like I, you know, I, I, I tested the waters with the yep. ukulele, and then it's it's. And and I got my confidence there, and then moved to the banjolele, which is that nice little sidestep there. Um, and so I've just gotten a, a four string tenor banjo, which is the instrument for trad jazz. Right. Um, so you feel you're grown up now? Well, yeah, I mean, grown up is a loose term. <laughs> yeah, I'm look, not gonna lie. I'm never gonna be a grown up. No, let, no. Let's be honest. But um. <laughs> look, I think you need to be young at heart. I mean, that's how I've stayed so wrinkle free. Uh, you're really 65, aren't you? I, I you, Man, you, I'm you've kept my such good care of your skin. <laughs> <laughs> I am indeed Benjamin Button. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I think that I think that one of the really the really fun things about the ukulele is it's just a really enjoyable instrument to play. Um, I, I do, I do get a lot of people asking me about it, and it's it's something that you can very easily pick up and be able to play after three chords. I mean, you've got so many songs out there which just have which are just based around you know maybe like C F G. Um, and then you've got you've got those three chords down, and then you can play a gamut of songs out there. So I feel like it's a very not only a versatile instrument, but it's also one which is very easily accessible for people, um, especially if you want to encourage a musical instrument in children, um, which I think is very important. Um, yes. I was when I was young, I was brought up with playing piano. So I, I learnt piano from 10 years old and I learnt violin before that. That's um, a bit freaky, so did I. Yeah. yeah. I, did I think we're basically twins. a couple of years, yeah, and then I same did piano. Yeah. Never really was got good at either of them. Yeah, but it, fair. But, <laughs> but piano is such, such – it's, it's a bit like in, in my career, once upon mm. a time I was I worked as an accountant, which would try not to mention. No, it's okay. But, Both of my parents are accounting lecturers. <laughs> it's such a really useful – skill to have mm. and I find piano musically is kind of the same thing it mm. teaches you all the basics of it you don't yeah. ever have to necessarily do just that but it, yeah. it sort of it, it informs many other things oh I completely agree and the reason I um to segue away from uke for a sec um the reason I, I started on piano was because my violin teacher um Ros Hurst I was learning at the school of music when I was knee high to a bug's ear um um she she said to my mum um, that that I should do some piano lessons just to add to the the um, the pad the musical ability. So I started doing um, piano lessons with uh, Suzanne Hewitt down the track, and so I I from about ten years old, like my my piano my piano ability is is not nearly what it was um, mainly because I don't play every day, whereas I used to. So. Um, you, you've we've got an amazing piano player, Robbie, in our band, Robbie Man, and he is just absolutely spectacular. He's just his his love is this this stride period and the trad jazz, and he is just this this um, encyclopedia is of of music. It's it's actually quite freaky the way he can you can just say a song and he'll be able to play it. Um, I hate those people. Oh, bless their cotton socks, right? <laughs> I know, you know, those damn geniuses. But it's <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, but, but, but that, we love them. Well, we, we love, love them. them. And that, that said, you know, I, I, I've talked to Zach many times about this, um, uh, that 
you it's the type of thing where music musical ability isn't isn't god given you need to work really hard at it you know some people do tend towards the ability to move their fingers faster or they've got a better stretch for their for their hand or whatever but in all honesty when someone says to you you're really talented that's because you've got you've put hours and hours of work into that and so the, 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 so a lot of instruments you need to be able to put hours and hours and hours of work into it to master it. The reason I love ukulele is because you can get three chords in there and you can play a song. Yeah, you can play it without mastering it yep. sufficiently to have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. And then you can, if you want to go on and master it, and, and oh, you can do that too. Absolutely, absolutely. And the thing is that I, I've only been playing uke for a couple of years. I mean, they're amazing amazing string players out there and so I don't even attest to be on any level with them but I I really enjoy the instruments the 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 ukulele and the banjolele um and it gives me great joy to play and it also gives me great joy to be part of a group um of instrumentalists um I've got a background in singing so I did a bachelor in classical voice oh wow so I was going to be an opera singer I realized that I enjoy it, but I didn't enjoy it enough to for it to drive me to be a career. I think when you're when you're uh, when you're an opera singer doing bel canto, you have to be like an athlete. Like your entire being is 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 that world. You know, there. You, I remember we were taught very old school, so you had you know before a concert you wouldn't go out and you wouldn't it was two weeks beforehand and you wouldn't be drinking at all and none two of us weeks. smoked yeah yeah, yeah oh to God. protect your voice <laughs> i know i know i'm telling you it's like that's not up gonna happen. i know <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe the night before no no no, no oh. because you don't want to dehydrate your voice and all that jazz mm. i mean this yeah. is this is a, a ukulele podcast as opposed to a vocal podcast <laughs> so i won't i won't bore you with the with the finer details <laughs> Details, but, but it's a very good illustration of, of why you play the ukulele. Yeah, exactly. And this, that's not saying that I don't have dedication to an instrument. It's just that um, I really enjoy that I could pick it up and then I could do it quite quickly. I, I feel that if anyone ever thinks them, of themselves as a perfect musician, then they're never going to be able to get anywhere because they're already, they've already yeah. think that they're at a wall, you know. And something I've found too with musicians, I don't think any of them really ever think that because they always, it doesn't matter how good they get, mm. they, all they ever hear is the things that they do wrong. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh. You think, what are you talking about? You're amazing. Oh, no, but oh, I fluffed this. No so one noticed true. that. It's so true. And I think that's, I think that's quite natural um, I, as as people, as, as females as well, we're, we're, we're taught to be very hypercritical of ourselves and I do feel that we do tend towards the negative, yeah. As females and males, females very much, very much, where we're brought to be quite, quite down on ourselves. Um, I remember reading an article many, many years ago. I think it was something like Dolly or Cosmo, um, and it was all about um, about how women aren't good at accepting uh, praise. Um, so if you say to someone, oh, I love your top, and they go, oh, that old thing, or, oh, oh no, yeah. I look rubbish, oh, my God, my hair, what? <laughs> and you don't realise it, but you, you know, most, a lot of women can't actually, don't have the capacity to say thank you. It's you true, know? yeah. They, they can't just accept it, they can't accept it, and they, just, they and then they feel the need to compliment back. Yeah. So I feel that that sort of thing happens with musicians. Um, you do You do become hypercritical of yourself. Um, 
and I've, I, I do, I have heard myself actually, people have said, oh, you, you sang really well. And I'll, I'll go, oh no, but I, I fluffed this or I screwed oh, this totally up. I've totally had that. Well, I think it might be time for you to play something. You've been clutching that banjo lately this whole time. I know, my little baby, <laughs> my baby. So let's. Um... I love you, Cordova. I'm not cheating on you, I swear. <laughs> well, we've got, um, I, was, I was having a think about what, what I could play. Um, I've got, uh, there's a little, a little, trad jazz song called ice cream yep totally let's um, do it so we can we can do that i think we've got the the tuning's all good sounds about right my figuring with banjo and with banjo is if it sounds a little bit off you're probably right <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, go with that it just adds some texture you know <laughs> um this is called ice cream you'll have the entire band go and play and obviously I do not have an entire band with me I'd love for that to happen but I do not but <laughs> something um, we can do that another time exactly exactly um a lot of the time with um with with what I'm playing um it's more accompanying instrumental so we'll have me standing there and I'm singing and I, I've got my ukulele I'm on my, my banjolele or whatever um with me but a lot of the time I'm I'm just singing and presenting um and then when we're doing instrumental numbers, then I'll I'll pick it up. So a lot of a lot of what I've got is more instrumental as opposed to with accompanying singing. So you've got um, you've got one which is Persian Market, and that's got some beautiful. It's got some G minor and D minor, and um, I'll play you the instrumental part for that. Yeah, because that's lovely. Um, same effect when you don't have the other people playing. <laughs> they were nice chords. They're, they're really nice chords, yeah. So how long you how long have you been playing? It's not about, that long, is no, it? No, about two years. Well, you're doing fine. So, yeah. That's yeah, that's, that's not as long as me, and I think you you probably know a few – you did yeah. an F7 there without any trouble. I, they, so you, you win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was quite pleased with myself. <laughs> I mean, things like um, like an A, a flat. There's a lot of A flat in, in uh, Trajaz. Right. So – um, you've got your finger barred, and then it's it's. I don't think I've ever even attempted an A flat. Yeah, so this is so the A flat. You've got one. You've got your your first your finger barring over the third, over the third. I know. Fret. I know how I. I usually do the three strings like up from a G and just don't play the top string. Yeah, That's fair. How I do which it. is what I was yeah. going to say because a lot of the time it's very very fast. There's this one called Tiger Rag, which um is um it's a very kind of. That fast. is fast. Very fast. Um, um, and there's a lot of A flat in that. So to be honest, uh, don't tell the boys, um, <laughs> I, I do tend to cheat sometimes yeah. in that one because 
Um, so I, I do tend to, instead of buying it, I just do the three the three strings yeah. it's very quickly it's very it's very done it's very quickly done so you you kind of find little ways to speed up sometimes i do find that there's muscle memory a lot of the time for what my hand's doing um which is something i go thank goodness for well that's what you you can't do it otherwise because you, you, you can't think of that many things at once hey exactly exactly i mean there's there's a lot going on when you're when you're performing there is um yeah there's a lot going on i have i have done um uh, other other music as well. So I have done um, folk music. Um, I've performed some folk stuff, some folk duo stuff at um, at Smiths. Yep, where we are sitting in the luxury of Smiths at the moment, as we said. Um, and I've got um, a folk duo that I do with Zach called Folking Around with Mim and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, we thought it was I thought it was hilarious when I was sending that to Nige. I've got to say that you are easily amused. I've already worked that out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha. But look, my figure is, right, you need to have a good laugh in life. I think there are way too many serious things. And with with uh, let's not even go to politics right now. Oh, but, let's not. But, I mean, with said climate, I just uh, – I just, I just, there's just a lot of seriousness going on. I think that everyone spends a lot of time having serious thoughts, and it's nice to have a bit of a laugh. Mm. Well, that's know? what I find music so good for. Right. Because you, you can ignore all the political rubbish. And, mm. and most of my listeners are either here in Australia or in the US. And in both, both countries, nobody wants to think about politics at the moment. Well, well that's it. It's, and you it's... don't have to. You just, just play your ukulele and sing a bit, and well, it, it goes away. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing about musical instruments. You just have that moment and, you know, get together, have a couple of, have a couple of friends over, go to a park, go play ukulele like can you imagine anything more blissed out than sitting on a sunday in the middle of a park and you've just got a nice little picnic a bunch of friends around and you're all just playing ukulele yeah well because i kind of did this all weekend because i went went to the central coast ukulele and folk festival just this weekend just gone Um, which is so cool because i didn't even know i didn't even know that existed there are so many first you could go to one pretty much every weekend if you want there there are so many that is so cool yes so so my my last question as Mm. always is how has ukulele changed your life i think it's opened it up it really has one of the things about being a singer is i've never i've always been quite quite jealous of instrumentalists um because I've always looked at them when I was studying and I saw the band, I saw the, the orchestras and I saw people in bands and I'd see them on stage together and they always had such an amazing time. And I always thought to myself, I really want to be part of that. So my goal has, was always to be part of a group of people. And I feel like ukulele and banjolele, banjo, the string instruments there, um, but especially ukulele being the primary one, has led me into the ability and capacity to be part of that. So it's opened up my world of instrumentation. I've, I, you know, I don't, I don't really play piano um, anymore. I can still play piano, obviously, but it, that's not really a group activity. You know, if I wanted to, I could bring my uke to a group like Lunch Lele late today. And we went to the folk festival. Zachabilks performed at the folk festival last year and we were sitting at Sessions Bar, oh, this year, sorry, um, we were sitting at Sessions Bar and I got my I got my uke out and I started playing chords and people came and sat down next to me and they started playing with me. And I've never had that before. And that was really cool. Yeah. I felt like I was part of something. And I know that sounds really silly to say, 
because a lot of the time musical instruments are such a solo thing. But when I was at School of Music, it was very much a, we are singers, you are instrumentalists. Right. And there was a divide there. And so I really enjoy the fact that I'm part of creating music and I can listen to the music we play and go, I was part of that. And, and that, you know, if I look in the, in the, if I really micro look at that, that comes down to me being able to put chords onto this instrument, this cute, crazy little instrument that we play, you know, and it's, and it really is something that, that anyone can do. Um, and I feel music is absolutely crucial to people. I feel that children should do a musical instrument and a sport. And if even people who can't afford to do a musical instrument because they can't, they can't afford to rent it. They can't afford to, to, to buy one. A ukulele costs 25 bucks. And that opens up an entire world. And if you think of it, you can spend that 25 bucks and you can learn three chords and you can start writing music and you can go and record that music and you can then take that music somewhere and you can go to folk festivals and people can see you. And then from there, you could potentially get a CD and you can then go traveling worldwide. Did you know what I mean? Like there's so much potential from this, from this little instrument and all it is is you start just with those three chords and you build from there. And the magic of it is that anyone can do that. Yep. That's the really cool side about ukulele. Yep. I feel like it's one of the most versatile, welcoming instruments. I really do. There are some people who – there are bigger instruments like a double bass where some people don't have the physique to be able to hold it. Sousaphone is huge. If you're a tiny person, you can't hold it. Yeah. Anyone can hold a ukulele. Just purely from changing the size of it, you can go from, from having a soprano to a bass ukulele. You can change the tone. You know, you can play with other people. So it's just I think it opens up a world of musicality that some other instruments can't. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Miriam, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Meredith, you're a gem. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. And just yeah, keep on playing. Yeah, thank you for having me. Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper, and I also wrote and performed the theme tune. Graphic design is by Seb Carrero. Details of songs played by Miriam in today's episode are in the show notes. Episodes are released every second Monday, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. Our YouTube channel has a playlist of songs relating to each podcast episode. Want to support the show? Please subscribe and go to the website, ukuleleisthenewblack.com, to donate via PayPal or to buy merch. And please leave a review on iTunes. Thanks so much to Currently Bill, who left an iTunes review saying that my podcast is delightful. Thanks, Bill. I'm glad you like it. I love to hear from listeners. You can send me an email via the website or on podcast at ukuleleisthenewblack.com. And follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time. I started playing the ukulele. Mm. I've started doing improv. Um, I'm just doing all these things. With improv ACT? Yes. Oh, they're fabulous. I did some classes with them about 10 years ago. Absolutely brilliant. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. And that'll be another podcast which I'm making, but we'll talk about it another time. Love uh, that. Listeners who little teaser there. It won't have anything to do with ukulele, the other podcast. Oh, how exciting. I know. It is exciting. We've got a spoiler. This is exclusive news. That's all I'm telling you I at this stage. This. I know, but it will involve, yeah, Canberra improvisers. Mm. 
Cause it's the new black.